Hello, everyone, and welcome back, or thank you for joining us if it's your first time. This is the Mind Wealth Podcast, and my name is Chelsea. Get ready to sit back, relax, and unwind while we chat about all kinds of things. Today, we're going to talk about why it's so hard for people to apologize. What is in our nature that keeps us from owning up to the things that we mess up? In order to discuss our ability to admit when we are wrong, we're going to have to first chat about some of the basic human tendencies that lead to why we make the decision not to apologize. First up, and probably the hardest to hear if the non-apology comes from someone you care deeply about, they just don't care. There will be times in your life when you get into a fight about who is right, and the other person just doesn't care if you were hurt or not. These situations are hard to accept, but they do happen. I believe this comes into the forefront, mostly in family situations. The elders in your family have lived more years than the younger generations and are generally set in their ways of thinking. There isn't much you can do to alter the way they think, because they have a lot of life experience to back up why they think the way they do. And when it bumps up against something that you're still forming your beliefs on, they may treat you as if you're just bothersome. This might be hurtful to you, but to them, it's just how things are. Magnitude gap. It's one of the other culprits of the non-apology. What is a magnitude gap? It's the difference in the way that each part sees the situation, how the offender and the victim see how the situation went. While you believe what you said warranted that big of a reaction, maybe you should take a minute and stand in the other person's shoes and consider how you would feel if faced with the same situation from the other side. An example of this would be when a couple is planning a wedding. Certain details will mean more to you than the other party involved, and while their less-than-enthused attitude on what color the napkins could be would cause you to feel upset, maybe the person really just doesn't mind what color they are. And while you might fight over it, and an apology should be offered, sometimes it's hard to understand why you're so upset about the color of the napkins in the first place. Lastly, self-esteem is another huge reason to apologize. To apologize, you must take a hit in the way that you feel about yourself. Not everyone's ego can handle this temporary lowering of their esteem. Accepting responsibility for a situation where you weren't the good guy is always hard to reconcile internally. When your self-esteem is low, it's much easier to kick into the defensive instead of stepping out of your comfort zone and making a positive apology. It's a lot easier to come up with a reason, or many reasons, that you're right, to avoid the pain of being wrong, when an apology should just be offered up instead. What can you do in these situations? While it's really easy to become frustrated and want to fight to prove that you are correct, acceptance is the best option. If this person is not someone you would generally interact with, just walk away and excuse their inability to offer up an apology as a sign that they still have work to do on themselves. You're not going to be able to change the way that a person thinks through force. If you get into these kinds of disputes frequently, start acting like the other person in the argument is a teenager. They know they're in the wrong, but they're so dang stubborn that they want to go to the party with underage drinking they are willing to pretend that's not what they're doing to convince you that it's the right choice. This might give you a better frame of reference for letting it go. You can't argue with hormones or emotions, so just let it be. Because your sanity is worth more than proving that you're right. They still aren't going to that party, though so help us. If the person is someone that you care about and are frequently around, it's going to be harder. You're going to have to exercise empathy and compassion for your friend or partner. Understand that beneath this hard exterior, they're actually very vulnerable 
and not currently at a level that they can own up to their transgression. Taking a step back and understanding that if they were more solid within themselves, they would likely apologize for hurting you. It might help ease the pain that no apology has left you with. We are all just humans, and we are all trying to do our best in a world that is less than kind. Now, to the other side of things. What happens if you're the one who needs to apologize? Are you brave enough to take the first step and own up to your wrongdoing? If you are, I'm going to give you a few steps on how to apologize properly. There are about three verbal and one nonverbal keys for how to give what you might consider a perfect apology if you were on the accepting end. After hearing these tips, take a moment to consider if there's anything you think I missed. First off, you have to name the mistake and take full responsibility. What does this sound like? It sounds like you saying, hey, listen, I want to let you know I made a mistake with X, Y, and Z, and it was my fault that I didn't listen to your advice after I asked for it. Or, I realize I screwed up by not picking up the one thing that you asked me for at the grocery store while I was there this afternoon. It can be worded in several different ways, but the most important part is, you name exactly what you did wrong, and you do not give excuses or sidestep responsibility. Sidestepping responsibility sounds like, but I was really busy, or I wasn't feeling well that day, or my phone messed up and I didn't get the message in time. Even if these things are true, they're not important when it comes to making a sincere apology. Next, you need to present an apology and show remorse for the pain that it caused. This sounds like, I'm truly sorry for causing you to do extra work because I messed up on handling my end of things. Or, I feel terrible for hurting your feelings with the way that I responded. Make sure you're continuing to take ownership over the wrongdoing and not placing blame on anyone or anything but yourself for the action. Lastly, in the verbal part of the apology, say what you're willing to do to help solve the problem. Things like, next time, I'll make sure to take notes in the meeting so I don't forget any of the important pieces of our project. Or, I'll be there on time from now on. Or, if you're not sure what you can do to fix it, simply say, I want to make this right, but I don't know how. Could we work something out? Follow through with your actions. Actions always speak louder than words. When you're following through with the actions of your apology, you're giving credence to the words that you spoke. In the previous examples, in the next meeting, you take those notes. Or showing up on time continually instead of being late to the meetings that you promised to be there for. I cannot reiterate enough that in order to build confidence in your relationship again, your actions and your words must align. A person can feel the incongruent nature of your words and your actions, whether you realize it or not. So take the time to make sure that what you say is what you do. It'll mean a lot in the long run. And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you want to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. 